Welcome to New and In Between, hosted by me, Mia Quinn Maddox, where I'll be discussing the hows and whys to my journey towards my faith. I've learned through my highs and lows that this path is not mine to travel alone. Join me mid-journey as I embrace my wins, losses, and everything in between. Hi, everyone. Welcome to New and In Between. I'm your host, Mia Quinn Maddox, and welcome to another episode, solo episode. It's just me and you, and today we will be talking about dating in your 40s. Dun, dun, dun. Dating in your 40s. Dating in your 40s. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know if I can say I'm dating. I'm, I'm not dating anyone right now. I'm completely 100% single. 100% single. But I felt like this topic was important and I felt like this topic was interesting and I felt like this topic was, it's a topic. Um, I watched a podcast, Keep Positive Sweetie with Crystal Renee Hazlitt. I hope I'm saying her name right. But either way, she, um, she did one on dating in her 40s and it was very interesting. So I'm borrowing this topic from Crystal. Thank you. And um, I'm going to be talking about dating in my 40s because it is very interesting. For those who don't know, and you guys probably don't know because I've never told you, but um, a few years ago, I came up with this idea and I was like, I want to write a script. And I wrote a script. I wrote a pilot. I've written five episodes to the script and the name of my show, um, I wanted to be single black dot dot dot. And it was basically based off of my dating experiences in my 30s. Basically, dating experiences, my relationships, I kind of incorporated, mixed it all up, pulled it out, and I wrote this script. And I'm still dating in my 40s. So being single black, dot, 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 hence why I did the dot, 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 it, it just is what it is for right now. But in this uh, series that I wrote, I write about some of my dating experiences, which are super interesting, hilarious. Um, I've had a guy at a bar, go to a bar. I go to the bathroom. I come back. He's digging in my purse. <laughs> Digging in my purse. Um, but he wasn't robbing me. That's what he said. I I mean, ooh, I've had some, I've had some really I, I started calling it research and development, the my dating experiences, because they have been beyond interested and funny. So again, we're gonna have Tanya throw me some questions. And these are questions that I I asked a few of my friends um that know me because I just feel like, you know, people who know me could ask questions that are interesting um besides just me talking about things. So Tanya's gonna throw me some questions and let's go. Okay, Mia, so speak on being a career driven woman. Why has that been one of the most important things for you and how has it affected you finding love? Ooh, that's a good one. So I I didn't realize that choosing that you have to make a choice. Um, you either do relationship or you do career because you have to give all your time to, you have to basically have the time to do, to put into either one. I chose to put all my time into my career as I styled and traveled and took on jobs even up until now that take up 70 hours of the week, you know, on top of what I'm, what I'm doing here with you guys in this podcast. But what I find with being a career-driven woman is that I can't really say that it intimidates men, but it does. It intimidates men because when you're career-driven, you know, it looks, you know, it seems like you have, you know, you have your career, you have, you know, a schedule, you have, you're busy, you're this. I'm up 
2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning, out my house by 4, at work by 5. By the time people get up to work, I have been uh, working for five hours. My day is a bit already. It's like almost, you know, a quarter of the way through. I'm, I've always been extremely busy, always traveling, always doing, you know, just working. And that, if, for me, it just, it either intimidated men where they found it to be a competition of who's busier. It, has, it just hasn't really allowed me to put the sufficient time. Now that I know that relationships require sufficient time, it, ha it didn't allow me to put the sufficient time into building a relationship with someone and understanding that you are a boss at work. You are not a, you can't bring the boss from work home. And I was, a, I'm just a boss all the time. So it's learning, trying to learn how to not be so bossy. And, <laughs> oh, this is going to be funny. What's another question, Tanya? What is settling? Are your expectations too high? And what do you feel you need to feel like you found your soulmate? God is going to find my soulmate. I stop with the soulmate because as soon as I feel butterflies in my stomach, I'll be like, ooh, that's my soulmate. So God's going to find my soulmate. But as far as settling goes, ooh. So this is the thing, right, with settling. I've I've settled. I've settled out of fear of being alone. I've settled out of some weird competition in my mind. Settling is what you is is I feel like is what you do when you are afraid that you're not going to find someone or that you're getting older and because you're getting older you think you're not going to find anyone. So I feel like we settle. I don't feel like my expectations are are too high. I feel like when you're exposed to certain things, certain levels of lives of the world, it um it opens up your mind for things that you want. So in my 20s, I'm being exposed to, um, um, you know, I'm working with a millionaire. I'm around millionaires. I'm around businessmen. I'm around some of the most um, um, influential. I mean, I've been around some great folks like, just exposure in, 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 in travel and hotels and just the world and just, you know, and fine wine and champagne and, 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 and exquisite food and just exposure to just, I mean, I've been exposed to so much stuff. So it's, I don't feel like my expectations are too high because I'm not looking for stuff. I'm looking for peace. And if that's a expectation that someone would say is too high, Yes, I want the person that I'm dating to put forth effort. Yes, I want the person who I'm dating to um, show me interest, to make me feel desired, to make me feel wanted, to give me attention, to, you know, bring joy into my life, to add to the peace, like not to stress me out, not to cheat on me. If you think those expectations are too high, then it's why I'm, I'm, I'm not dating you. And there's nothing wrong with that because there was, well, I don't know if anyone ever remembers, but there was a segments in... Um, Mad TV lowered expectations. Some people have lower expectations, but I'm not settling anymore. I've settled enough. I've chosen broken out of my own brokenness. So at this point in my in my dating life, um, yeah, my expectations are high because I've been able to shed my insecurities. I've been able to sh shed my low self-esteem issues. I've been able to shed my brokenness. I've been able to heal. I am a amended vessel now. So right now what's happening with me is that I'm overflowing with all kind of wonderful things. So if that makes me float to the top and my expectations are too high, then, I mean, that's your loss. But I don't, I don't believe that I'm, I'm not expecting for you to be a millionaire and I'm not expecting for you to be, you know, 
tall and handsome. And at the end of the day, I'm expecting you to know God, to have a relationship with God and to love yourself. Because if you have those things, then it should be no problem for you to love me and for you to guide and lead me and and, and be a, a person in my life. You know, I, I've heard that I'm high maintenance or I'm bougie or, you know, your expectations are too high. But I'd rather be single than to ever lower my, my myself again. I've been there. I've done that. I've done that many a times. And it ends in heartache, heartbreak, and singleness. So I'm sorry. Either you meet me on my level or we don't meet. And I'm okay with that. And I hope you're okay with that, too. Have you witnessed any personal successes of Black love? What does that look like to you? So, but I, I can't say now. Before, I used to think that Black love was the Huxtables and what you see on TV and what you see. Um, and not and I'm did I did I say Black love? I'm I mean Black love because I'm Black, but it just examples of love is what comes from what you see on TV and it's supposed to be you're supposed to sweep you off your feet and. And you're supposed to be floating in roses and it's supposed to be so great and grand. And so those are some of my my examples because, you know, you listen to music, you watch TV, what you ingest is what you, you know, is what you expect, is kind of what you get out. But I do, I have seen some really, like, I have some friends who are married. I have my aunt, uh, Matilda, my Uncle Jephthah. My Uncle Jephthah loves my Aunt Matilda. Ooh, he loves her and he shows it. She doesn't lift a finger. He takes care of my Aunt Matilda, and he's kind and sweet. My godmother, Gloria, and um, her husband—well, her, she's a widow now. He passed on Jim. They were just—they were beautiful. They were—he was just kind. Gloria was just—oh, my gosh, she was just so beautiful. They were such a beautiful couple, and—, and I never seen them like, you know, you never seen them bicker or argue. And I mean, I don't know what happens behind closed doors, but that's not my business. But they were just such a beautiful couple. Tamika and Jason were just they were such it was just it was such a pleasure to be around this family that you knew there was a lot of love between the two of them. And if, you know, my perception is my perception and that's what I want to keep. Who else do I? I mean, I have friends that are married. I have um you know, my Aunt Jackie and my Uncle Robert are also a good example because my aunt and my uncle met and got married in, in like, to me, a weird, uh, the weirdest way or a way that you just wouldn't, you know, you, it's like, it was almost like a fantasy. He met on a cruise ship. He proposed. You know, it was, it was just so many, many things. We used to say it was Stella getting her groove back. But as now, they've been married for a long time and sometimes I have conversations with them. And I, I see the things that my aunt has learned. Um, and, and when I speak to Robert, the things that he has learned and how their marriage has grown and how they're still married, even through the ups and the downs and the good and the bad, you know, they also are a good, um, they're an example for me because this is some people that I'm around all the time. And even though they may get on each other's nerves or they may argue at, or, you know, they might, you know, they, I see more of them because I'm around them more, but they are an example of, um, growth in marriage in, in both in both parties. So I think that my aunt and my, my my aunt Jackie and my uncle Robert are examples for me. But as far as other examples, no, I mean I didn't really see love in my household. My grandmother, my grandfather, no. I've never I've never seen them be um loving. I mean I've seen marriages, but I've never seen the loving part of their marriages. And then I've seen a lot of divorce and you know that that comes too, but for the most part, those are the those are those those three are the three that 
continuously stay in 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 my you know in my thoughts. Okay, so earlier you mentioned the wild dates that you had in your thirties. Do you think that your dating experience will be different now that you're growing in Christ? Oh no, for sure, for sure. I'm just thinking about it because my mindset in my my thirties was what I wanted. I'm I this is what I want. I'm I'm the boss. I you know you know I, it was totally totally. My mindset is different now because through my faith in God, I'm able to love myself. And in loving myself, I've set the standard of how someone is going to come to love me. You can't love me less than I love myself. So I feel like because of my relationship with Christ and because this new wisdom and understanding I have for love and for myself, I'm never I'm never going to date how I dated in my 30s because in my 30s, I dated from a place of insecurity and low self-esteem and pride and ego Ooh, a lot of pride and ego and just ignorance and, you know, and hurt and trauma and brokenness. And I'm in a different space in my life now. So if you if you don't have a relationship with God, then you don't have a relationship with me, because if you have a relationship with God, then you understand what I mean, I would hope that you have an understanding of love and understand of loving yourself and loving God. And that would be the God. And that's what I want my foundation to be now. So as far as dating, I haven't I haven't really been da- dating in my 40s. I, I did have a short little relationship that I um. Sometimes you think you are healed and then God will give you put you in a situation to make you see like, oh, no, that was just a Band-Aid. Uh, you've been putting Band-Aids on these on these um cracks in this in this vessel and you think you filling up to the top but it's just leaking out. So this last relationship really 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 exposed my heart to what was left of what was left of the old of the you know of the old Mia. So I haven't dated yet. Uh I haven't really been dating. I mean I've I've I I have and you know I've gone out with some people and it just you know it just doesn't work out or you could tell. But see my thing before is I would try three four times. Now, if I go out with you and it's just no chemistry and there's no spark, there's no, then that's it. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not being the glutton for punishment. I don't need any more research and development. I am just going to gracefully let it go, and I'm okay with that. And I, and I don't feel away, and I'm not looking for someone um, accepting bad behavior because I want to be in a relationship so bad, or I I'm I'm getting red flags from day one, and I'm just being the green. I'm just running by and turning turning. I'm not doing that anymore. So no, for sure. I think that, um, Ooh, I think that, I mean, when I really think about some of my dates in my, in my like dating people in my thirties. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> so funny. It's, it's so funny. And I mean, I'm not going to get into depth. I definitely don't want to, I don't want any of the men that I've dated or that I've been with to, to think I'm bashing them because I've dated some great men. I've dated some, I've, I've had some, you know, decent boyfriends. And I've had some that weren't so decent, but also too, I I take accountability for you attract what you are. So if I'm attracting someone who is broken, of course, I'm coming from a broken place. So, you know, at that point, it's, it's just a, it's a learning experience, but I'm definitely going into my forties dating with um, higher expectations, more love for myself. And my goal for any relationship is peace. I just want him to be my peace and I want to be his peace. I don't want to be in a relationship of stress and of cheating and of um, 
insecurity. I just, I, I've been there, done that. I've had enough of that experience. I'm, I'm ready for what's next. I am ready for what is next. And I, and I just hope that because now I'm not leading myself, I'm allowing God to lead me, that he's going to lead me to the right person. Are you happy in your singleness? Oh, I am so happy in my singleness. It took me a long time to get here. Don't get me wrong. A very long time to get here. But when I look at my friends who are in relationships sometimes, I'm like, oh, wow, it's a lot of work. You got to answer people. You got to call people. You got to cook for people. You got to make sure you're available for people. You got to be around people when you don't want to be around people. You got to deal with all kinds of things and... I enjoy being single. I enjoy sleeping in my bed by myself. I enjoy not having to fight with nobody over the covers. I enjoy coming home to peace and quiet. I can eat crackers and drink hot water and go to bed and be okay and not have to worry about cooking for someone or making some, for sure that someone else ate or, you know, someone else worrying about if I ate. I am enjoying my time with me. And I'm enjoying it so much because... I know that God has created me. I, I know I'm going to be a dope wife. All that I've learned and all that I've grown and all that I've healed and all that, all the wisdom and understanding and, and how my heart just is different, I know that I'm going to be an amazing wife. But I'm going to enjoy this time of singleness because when it ends, I hope that it just never comes back. I am dating with the expectations now of marriage. I want to be married. I want to be married. I want my person to be for forever. I want all the work that I'm going to have to do to be for forever. So for me, that, that, that's just what it is right now. That is exactly what it, I'm so happy with my singleness. I come into my house. I am living in the life of Mia, and I am loving it. So if I'm going to give this up to be with someone, it has to be peace because when I step into these doors, when this door opens into my house, I am in the land of peace. OK, are you opposed to online dating? Oh, yes. So I've, I've done the online dating thing for me. This is what I feel about online dating. I feel like I feel like it gives people I don't know. I it just it's not authentic to me. I just feel like when you meet someone, you know, it's the eye contact. It's the, it's, it's the, you know, it's like that little spark or something. Um, when you meet someone in person, I feel like when I, when I, when I did the online dating thing, I feel like everyone just goes through like, 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 um, what's your body type? How tall are you? Uh, do you have kids? You know, or it's, I just, I didn't have great experiences with it. I felt like every dating app that I was on, everybody was on every dating app. And it just, it just didn't produce results for me. So, I, I mean, I have some friends who have amazing stories from it, marriages and relationships. But for me, it just, it just didn't work out for me. So for me, I, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get back onto any dating sites. I feel like the man that I'm going to meet, uh, I'm going to meet somewhere outside, I hope, or through someone else. But uh, I definitely I'm I'm kind of staying away from the dating apps. So no to dating apps for Mia. Are there any past relationships that you regret not trying to make work? No. And I say that because I was a different person then. So, no, I feel like every relationship that I've been in contributed or, uh, you know, contributed what it needed to contribute to me to get me to be where I am now. And I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Do you have a personal timeline on finding love? I mean, I hope before I die. 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not putting a timeline because when you put timelines, that means you're trying to do things in your time. And I've done that before and it does not work. So if I'm going to try to let God lead my steps in my, you know, live by his plan and his will and his will alone, then I'm, there's no timeline. And I know he, he you know, he created, created us to not be alone. And there's no specific thing for the not alone. So I'm hoping that the lot, the not alone brings a husband and it's just not me being a part of uh, everyone else's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a third, I'm a third wheel in a few places. So um, I hope that's not what the not alone means. But um, no, I don't, there's no timeline. I'm 43 at this, I'm, I'm 43. I hope that whoever I'm with is my next 40 years and, and, and it, it'll be great. But no, I don't I don't have a timeline. I'm not saying, oh, I need to be by 45. I need to be in a relationship because when you give yourself timelines, it, it forces you to settle and it forces you to rush and it forces you to turn red flags green when I'm not doing that. So, you know, I'm not I'm not giving myself a timeline. I'm giving it God's God's timeline and he's going to lead and guide and whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen through him and not through me. So, no, no, no to the timeline. No again to the timeline. <laughs> What has been your biggest win and your biggest loss in being single? Let's see. My biggest win and my biggest loss in being single. I mean, my biggest win in being single now is that I have um I'm I'm con I have constant peace. You know, I'm not worried about I'm not I'm not worried about, you know, someone cheating on me. I'm not worried about someone where they are, or, you know, I'm just I don't have those kind of worries or I'm not, you know, I'm not having to sacrifice my time or compromise or, you know, do the hard parts of relationship. My my peace is my my win of being single and my loss is that no, I do I do get lonely. I mean, no one wants to be alone all the time, but I get lonely. I I don't stay in lonely. Um it's for a moment, it's for a minute, and then I go back to enjoying sleeping in my bed however I want. Laying across my sofa, however I want, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's wins and lo wins and losses to everything. But um, I don't think there's a I don't really feel like there's much of a loss for me to be in a relationship because I haven't been in a relationship in my forties, a healthy, healthy relationship as me healed and me whole and me, you know, me as this person. So I don't really I don't think I don't, I mean. I don't really have a loss. There's no loss yet. I mean, when I, I guess I could say I will, I'm going to lose my singleness and that'd be the biggest loss. But for right now, I just feel like my biggest win in being single is my peace. I'm, 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 I'm in a good place mentally, spiritually. And my biggest loss is going to be when I lose my singleness because I do enjoy it. You don't think a loss is having to take the bags upstairs by yourself? Oh, and I mean... No, you know what? I don't think that's I don't think that's a I don't think that's a loss. I think that that is just the hard parts because there's hard parts. There's in everything that there's good parts is bad parts, and the bad parts of being single is yeah, I gotta work sixteen hours and get home and dead tired, and I just got a water delivery, and now I gotta drag the four cases of water upstairs by myself, or I gotta bring this heavy litter upstairs up by myself, or. You know, I got to bring the garbage out by myself. I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to everything. So, you know, those are just the, those are just the, you know, the parts of singleness that aren't so happy and so great. But I'm grateful that I'm, I'm you know, 
I'm strong enough to bring my water up and I'm strong enough to bring the garbage out. And when I do get someone that's going to be my helpmate, I'm going to appreciate them that much more because I know how hard it is to do those things. So those are just some of the cons of being single. But for the most part, um, everything that I need, everything that I need to be successful in my singleness as far as my strength, you know, my ability to do things on my own, you know, my problem solving skills, uh, I could fix things. YouTube, thanks for YouTube and all the videos on how to fix things. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, it's the, maybe the little minus parts of being single, but for the most part, the biggest win is my, my peace. And, um, that, that is priceless. So until I lose my singleness, I'm going to save the biggest loss for that. Are you ready to start dating again? You know what? I be thinking that I'm ready. Like I thought I was ready. And then I tried to date somebody and I was like, ooh, this is just, a is this me Cause, or is this a repeat? I'm just going to say this. I feel like I'm ready, right? And this is just to someone who is interested in dating me. I am a person who likes effort. If you want to take me out, put some thought into taking me out. And taking me out doesn't always have to be a restaurant. It can be, I mean, it, there's so many, we live in New York City. There's so many things. I like effort, and I feel like someone who wants to date me is going to put forth the effort. Who's going to, if you want to take me out, you're going to take me out. You're not going to ask me where do I want to go. Because if that's the case, I go with my sister. I want you to take, I, I just want someone who's going to put effort, who's going to see the gem in me and know that they got to, you know, they got to work. And I know that I'm going to see the gem in them and know that I got to work. And it's not going to be a hard thing to do. I don't, I, I think I'm ready, but I'll know when I'm approached. I'm still learning um, how to flirt because that was not something I've ever known how to do, how to make eye contact and how to not be so aggressive because when you are single for so long or just independent or career driven or just a boss, sometimes you don't know how to turn the boss off. So those are all things that I'm learning. So I'm not really sure. I always think I'm ready for something until I'm thrown in it. And then sometimes I think I'm not ready, but I think that when, um, because as I said before, I'm letting God lead this, I think that when he thinks that I'm ready, he will present me and I will know that I'm ready. And I'm going to stick to that because, <laughs> I'm going to stick to that because I know when I'm ready for things, what I do and what I choose and how I settle and how I become the, the flags flipper. And uh, I'm not trying to revert back to that. So we're just going to stick to Am I ready? Yes. Thank God. <laughs> and that's it. And I'm going to leave it at that. What are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Oh, God. Valentine's Day. I feel like Valentine's Day is, um, it's, a, it's a holiday that there is too much pressure. Too much pressure on presents. Too much pressure on just, it's, it's a, it is a lot of pressure. But I do feel like if you're in a relationship with someone and that person, little things sometimes mean a lot. Flowers, candy. It's just little tokens of appreciation because when you think about it, if you're not someone who's always giving um, flowers or always, you know, just giving little trinkets or little things or doing things or that day may be, you know, s special to someone. For me, I like, I mean, I always like getting flowers. Who doesn't like to get a little something on Valentine's Day, regardless if it's a little, you know, some candy or some flowers or just anything. If you celebrate it, celebrate it and celebrate it to the best of your ability. Make it special for the person that you're celebrating it with. And if you don't celebrate it, 
make it clear that you don't celebrate it so someone's not expecting and being disappointed and having their, you know, feelings hurt. You know, we can't always control that. But I feel like if we're honest with it and if we both sides, because a lot of women be like, oh, I don't really care about Valentine's Day. It's not a big deal to me. And then when you don't get nothing, then you're upset. And men feel like there's a lot of pressure. But if you don't have a, a lot of money to spend, there's so many little things that you could do and 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 give that women would appreciate. So talk to your partner. For me, I, I like flowers, but I like flowers on Valentine's Day. Who doesn't want a bouquet of red roses or some chocolate from your favorite chocolate place or, you know, a little card? But that's that's just for me. Like me, I like little thoughtful gifts. You know, that's just 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 my thoughts on that. But good luck to everyone on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Don't expect much. And if you do expect much, I hope you get it. That's all I gotta say. So we're gonna wrap up this dating, dating in your forties. I'm I'm hoping that we have a success story soon. I'm hoping that because I am a in a different place in my life and a different place, you know, just mentally and spiritually, um, and that God is leading me that my singleness will change in my 40s. Don't know when, but I'm looking forward to it. So stay tuned. Hopefully we'll have a, a, maybe I'll be doing an episode with my fiance or my husband or who knows what God is going to bring into this, but I'm hoping that my singleness will be my biggest loss. So with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. I hope you clicked, liked, and subscribed. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed. I hope you uh, were encouraged. I hope you were influenced. I hope you just enjoyed. And I hope you come back. Continue to keep watching. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey of new and in between. Peace.